as we pray for the recovery of Cardinal Raymond Burke, I wanted to share these personal reflections because I've been privileged to know him for over a decade. He is a gentle soul, highly intelligent, yet humble. He's quiet, yet determined. He's very prudent and kind and generous and totally orthodox. Most of all, he is a lover of Jesus Christ and totally committed to Christ's church. He gave up his having his own family to serve as a priest. And then thanks to his great gifts from God, which he honed to better serve the Lord, he rose through the ranks of the hierarchy. And even after reaching the heights of the cardinalate, being appointed by Pope Benedict XVI as the head of the highest court in the church, a position sort of akin to the U.S. Supreme Court Chief Justice, he was ready to give it all up in order to be faithful to Christ and his truth. And indeed, he was called to make that ultimate sacrifice for standing up for the truth when pressures were the most intense. At first, Pope Francis removed Cardinal Burke from his position as a member of the Congregation for Bishops where he had been able to exert considerable influence on bishops' appointments worldwide. And then, in November 2014, Pope Francis summarily dismissed Cardinal Burke from his position as head of the Vatican's highest court, the Apostolic Signatura. Now, Cardinal Burke went from the highest-ranking American in the Vatican to serve as the patron of the Order of the Knights of Malta, which, well, that was a largely ceremonial position. The move, in fact, was so stark that even left-leaning Vatican experts, including Crux's John Allen and the Catholic News Service's Francis Rocha, reported at the time that it was rare for a cardinal in such a high position at the Vatican to be removed without being assigned a similar responsibility. Cardinal Burke was treated in such a fashion, really, it was unseen in modern church history, even for those who had gravely offended their duty. Now, Cardinal Burke, nevertheless continued in good spirits without ever speaking in anger or resentment at the totally unjust and scandalous way in which he was treated. He was faithful to St. Paul's admonition in the Bible to Bishop Timothy, as recorded in the Bible, to speak the truth in season and out of season, even when it meant it would cost him dearly. Cardinal Burke was a total hero for the defenders of life and family, In fact, in the English-speaking world, he was the most outspoken prelate on the topic in the church. He had the courage to speak out to defend the holiness of communion, even from the highest-ranking self-identified Catholic politicians, including Vice President John Kerry, Speaker Nancy Pelosi, and President Biden. But the good cardinal voiced his concerns and admonition that these nominal Catholics be denied Holy Communion— not out of any kind of hatred or animosity, but out of concern for them. He told me himself, why add to their sins of supporting abortion and so on with sacrilegious communions? You know, he was very generous with LifeSite over the years, giving us many interviews. And when we launched the Rome Life Forum, which is an annual meeting with life and family leaders from all over the world gathering in Rome, Cardinal Burke was there to speak. And he did so each year after that as well. And when LifeSite, as part of Voice of the Family, launched a youth conference in Rome, Cardinal Burke also made himself available each year to do that. What 
a grace it was for those young people to meet his eminence, to be able to ask him questions, to ask them directly to him, to receive his blessing. You know, he took time to meet with each of those young people individually, and he took to heart their concerns, their prayer requests, and and he was also buoyed by their prayers himself, their well wishes, their brotherly love. You know, the love and admiration was very much mutual. He expressed his solidarity with the Rome Life Forum conference participants, praising them for their commitment to safeguard and promote the inviolable dignity of innocent and defenseless human life and the integrity of its cradle in marriage and the family. Here was his words. These were his words ending one of his talks at Rome Life Forum. And he said, and I quote, In the context of the Rome Life Forum, I close by expressing my deep appreciation for the martyrdom which so many of you embrace for the sake of the defense of human life and its cradle in the conjugal union of husband and wife. Then he says, uh, we embrace, talking of himself, associating himself with the pro-life and pro-family leaders. He says, we embrace indifference, ridicule, rejection, and other forms of persecution because we love our Lord and all our brothers and sisters in him, in his holy church. You know, it's an amazing thing. He probably experienced that persecution more than any of us, but he was so pleased to associate himself with the leaders of life and family, those who work to defend innocent human life and the family. But you know, here's my favorite recollection of Cardinal Burke. It involves the church's difficult teaching on homosexuality, which he was always spoke on without fear of reprisal. You know, he spoke so in charity without wanting to offend, but he spoke the truths of the church, which can be hard because the sexual teachings of the church uh, can be a challenge for people. Yet he spoke them in truth and charity, explaining how the homosexual inclination is disordered. And he was doing so at a time when that was already starting to be so politically incorrect as to be soon become almost illegal. Well, there was a homosexual activist who was Catholic, and he decided to sort of publicly renounce his Catholic faith. In 1995, a man named Eric Hess boxed up his crucifixes and Bible and dropped them off at then Bishop Burke's office, renouncing his Catholic faith and embracing same-sex relationships. And uh, Burke, at the time, was the Bishop of La Crosse, Wisconsin. Now, Burke contacted Hess and told him that he respected his decision but would pray for his return to the faith and would be ready to welcome him back should he come home. Now, Hess, who was at the time a homosexual activist, really resented Bishop Burke's outreach and threatened to press charges should Burke contact him again. Well, of course, Cardinal Burke did so just to say that he would respect his wishes but would still be praying for him. Well, three years later, Hess returned to the faith. He wanted to call Archbishop Burke to let him know of his conversion. And the secretary who picked up the phone told him that Cardinal Burke would like to see him in person. When he arrived, the Cardinal received him with great joy, and he asked if he recalled the box with his Bible and crucifixes that he had left at the office of Cardinal Burke. Well, believe it or not, the Cardinal still had Eric's box of Catholic items, which he kept 
and I'm sure was praying for him for those years, believing Hess would come back to Christ and his church one day. And, you know, here's a real witness to who Cardinal Burke is. Eric Hess, the former homosexual activist who converted back to the faith, says this of Cardinal Burke, and I quote, While some malign Archbishop Burke for his fidelity to God, church, and all souls, I say he is a true shepherd of the faithful and a present-day Athanasius. Eric Hess continued, I tell you that he remains a mentor and an inspiration to me. Although my own biological father rejected me, Archbishop Burke became my spiritual father by lovingly representing our father in heaven. End quote. You know, that is Cardinal Burke, a true pastor, a spiritual father, willing to tell the truth even when it hurts and always ready to receive the prodigal son with joy and love, forgiveness and blessing. You know, as for my part, I can only be grateful for the time that I was permitted to spend personally with Cardinal Burke. He is a lover of Christ like few others. He has been, as his master, a sign of contradiction. He is a saintly, shining example of the love and service of our Lord Jesus Christ in the midst of a fallen world. May God bless you, Cardinal Burke. We have been praying for you daily at LifeSite for years, and will continue to do so. For LifeSite News, this is John Henry Weston, and may God bless you. And my friends, I would ask you to go over to LifeSite News' petition site called lifepetitions.com. There's a petition there we have to thank Cardinal Burke for defending life, family, freedom, and tradition. We are going to bring this petition and deliver it to him as soon as he recovers. And should, God forbid, he not recover, we will be giving this to his family. So if you have a comment to make to Cardinal Burke, we're going to be presenting this, God willing to him, but at least to his family, the many expressions of thanks and of love to him uh, that I'm sure you want to bring. So lifepetitions.com the petition to thank Cardinal Burke for defending life, family, freedom, and tradition. May God bless you.